this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Nest Tsunami podcast. This weekend, we are offering five conversations from episode 16, our preview of hashtag Nash Day or International Nash Day 2023, and a discussion of why this year this event is so important. Plus, from the vault, a review episode from a previous International Nash Day coverage. In this final conversation, Donna Cryer has just departed, and Jorn Schottenberg, Pam Danaher, and I discuss what we think some of the areas where we collectively need to step up might be. Jorn focuses on obesity and on the need to better integrate with the professional society meetings around the broader picture of what's going on. Pam talks about the limitations of life driven by biopsy, what Scott Friedman calls the yoke to biopsy, and I call the straitjacket of biopsy. And the idea that we really need to streamline and simplify how we look at this disease and how we look at treating it if we're going to make it viable for real doctors and real patients out in the everyday world. I introduce a concept that in life I call the Nashamon. Rashomon being a movie where different people saw the same event from different perspectives in very different ways, similar to the metaphor of the blind people touching the elephant. What they touch is very different, so no one gets a picture of what the whole elephant is. In the end, I think we collectively decide that the important part of Step Up is to see the elephant and to bring together all the pieces that we need to do that. This podcast will be talking more about that in future episodes. Here at Surfing the National Army, International Nash Day has always had a large place in our hearts and a big spot on our calendar. We met Donna there for the first time in 2020. She joined us as a co-host for a while, and we have enjoyed participating in this event and seeing it grow and flourish over time. 2023 will be no different. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, join the conversation on our LinkedIn discussion group. Can either one of you think of step-ups that people can be taking right now that don't readily come to mind or that you're thinking about now as we talk about it? Jörn Schattenberg. So the one step-up that, step that resonated with me is that um, Nash Day is always faster around the corner than I'm anticipating it. So uh, it's just two months away now. So the question is, what will we do hands-on for my center? That's always the big question. The step-ups in, in terms of, um, I think the, the big thing is also about engaging, and Donna didn't discuss this, uh, engaging the professional societies, ASLD and easel getting their support which is easier now with a patient organization led event and beyond that even outside of the liver space a little bit donna mentioned the obesity uh, arena so i think it's it's important to get the buy-in on, on those ends i certainly agree with you about obesity i think that's a, that's that's become a topic of more focus and certainly the two are significantly intertwined pam what can you see um developmental drug companies doing not just turns but and everybody else what, what does step up look like there from what you can see pam danaher sure thanks roger i think of Stepping up in terms of, you know, from an industry point of view, how, how can we simplify? How can we streamline? Right now, the path to bringing products to market is is lengthy. Are there opportunities to simplify things? I think we touched earlier in the discussion on leveraging non-invasive tests, for example. Is there a way to collaborate across facets of industry? So that might be diagnostic manufacturers and drug developers, for example, to work with the assistance and collaboration of the regulatory authorities toward drug development pathways that are simpler, faster, less invasive overall, and possibly minimize the need for any unnecessary biopsy, for example. I think, and that's just one example of how we may simplify things from an industry and a regulatory point of view. What are the opportunities? And I think some of those may become clear as we go through the regulatory process for the first couple of products that we hope will gain approval for the treatment of NASH. Looking at that regulatory process, understanding the risk-benefit profile, the opportunities for those products, 
And are there gaps, for example, that remain unaddressed? Excellent points. I had one thought I had over the last few minutes, Pam. We spent a lot of time last week. We reviewed the Liver Forum 14 meeting. We had Veronica Miller with us and Michelle Long for Nova Nordisk and, and Maz and Jeff McIntyre. We spent a, some portion of that talking about the panel that you and Manal shared. And to me, part of the step up, one of the issues that keeps coming up to me over and over again, Scott Friedman talks about us being yoked to biopsy, which I've taken to calling the straitjacket of biopsy, because I just think in so many ways, the way we envision the future is so limited by biopsy in terms of the definition of what efficacy is, in terms of how what life is doing without clinical trials. And I think a big step up for everybody is going to be to take a bold and expansive view of how the world is going to change and then anticipate. I couldn't agree more, Roger. I think that's spot on. And, you know, it was a very lively panel discussion, but I think a common thread really is the complexity of biopsy and the need to simplify and streamline, you know, in, in an appropriate manner. So it won't be easy, but, you know, the fact that things are difficult has never stopped us before. Ken Cousy is fond of saying, if you achieve your dreams, you didn't dream big enough. And, and I think that that's a point worth making here. Yes, I think biopsy will have a place going forward, but we need to we need to conceptualize all that. The question that came up last week about what, what happens to drug trials once we have drugs in market? What happens to trial recruitment? What happens to protocols that exist? How are we going to use NITs differently? We're in a world where we can't possibly biopsy everybody that you might want to evaluate for a drug, even if, you know, whatever's in the label or not. These are all huge questions. And my fear is that none of us will swing big enough on that. Yeah, I I think that's valid. And, and, and I think it also comes back to, as Donna said earlier, it really does take a village. It isn't just industry. It isn't just the regulators. It isn't just the clinical community. It's really, it's it's all those parties coming together. Yes, it is. And, and in, in part, because I've used this metaphor recently, Nash is a little bit like the blind people touching the elephant. Everybody touches in a different place and it feels like a different thing. So the village is actually the totality of everybody touching every piece of that experience so that we can think in an integrated way about what do we actually have to do. And I think your point is dead on on that. It does take a village. It takes a village to raise an elephant, but in this case, the elephant happens to be Nash. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So just closing thought, what's the energy that you hope in the places that you touch will come out of this day and this coming together of the community? It is a big question. I think this this is the year of Nash. There's there's no question about that. Also, we know that coffee is good for the liver. I think it's the year of caffeine, frankly, Roger, because a lot is going to happen. And I think we all have to actively participate and support these efforts. And that's, you know, on the patient advocacy side, we heard very nicely from Donna about a number of initiatives. It's the regulatory authorities. It's the industry. It's the clinical community and also even the health technology assessment bodies, you know, the reimbursement and decisions, payer decisions around these products once approved. I think everybody has to be on point. Everybody has to be fully engaged and bringing their best game, honestly, to these in this year of NASH. Yeah, so the comment on coffee is well taken and it's uh, it's been shown to be protective, but clearly we hope all for indication in the indication NASH to have something more than coffee after this year. So I think the reason we always highlight the coffee is because we've never had a drug for NAFLD. But uh, th- this is going to change. And the momentum that comes out of NASH Day leading up to discussions with the regulators and the interpretation of their response to these drug approvals is, is going to be crucial. We need to get more people involved. GLI and hashtag NASH Day, the international NASH Day will, will be very supportive for that. And, you know, I'm just hoping we, we have a big stage and a, a broad, beyond the usual community, broad reach. And I think then mission accomplished if, if we 
we get there. Totally agree with both those comments. And, and Pam, we're doing our third birthday celebration on the podcast next week, and coffee actually plays a significant role in that. Just to presage, uh, Mike Wilson, who's our audio engineer, has something he calls his, his drinking game, which is phrases that he associates with different individuals. And we actually have a contest for listeners and everybody else. Send in the con- the phrase you most like, you most associate with Jorn and with Louise and with me. We have a couple of other items that will contest. But, all, but the contest winners will each receive bags of a favorite coffee of mine, because I figure if you're going to play a drinking game in Nash, it really has to be with coffee. You can't play it with anything else, right? You can't play with alcohol. So um, a coffee drinking game seems to me like an appropriate thing. And, and thank you for bringing that around. I didn't know that I was going to mention that this week, but it came up. So here we are. And now back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded this conversation or send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. If you want to participate in Global Liver Institute's International Nash Day 2023, you can reach out to GLI directly or to us the same way, and we'll pass your information along. Next week, we will be celebrating Surfing the Nash Tsunami's third birthday and our recent topping of 150,000 total Sprout downloads. It should be a great event. We'll have interviews and old friends joining us, so you're not going to want to miss this. So till then, stay safe, surf on, and we'll see you next week for the party. Bye bye now. <laughs>